This is Larry Fessenden. And this is Glenn McQuaid. And you're listening to Tales from Beyond the Pale. The podcast. Greetings, listener. Here's a tale from 2014 about an incident from 1996. Perhaps we can find a palate cleanser here in the entertainment pages. Ah. Here's one that seems seasonal. Mystery surrounds independent film release. My mind is piqued, my curiosity whetted. Let's take the plunge and delve a little deeper, shall we? And have a listen to The Vampire Party. And as usual, there are a number of independent films opening this weekend fighting for attention. Recently, a New York Times film critic caused a stir when she said there are simply too many movies being made too many to review. Well, whatever your thoughts on the glut of films in the pipeline, we can still get excited by sleepers, those unexpected gems that are playing around town. This weekend, I want to talk about Faith No More, Fickle, and About to Breathe. All amazing films opening under the radar. And we'll be back with Jason Ransone's Under the Radar in just a moment. Stay tuned. Ah, I can't take it. Did he see our movie or not? Don't we qualify as an amazing film under the radar? They probably don't let him talk about the genre stuff he loves. He's got to play it straight on air. Hopefully you can ask him yourself tonight. Oh, look, there's a spot. Pull over. Pull over. You sure you want to park here? It's halfway between the theater and, and their address. Walking in L.A. That is so East Coast. Dude, it's like seven blocks. All right, if you insist. What's the address? I'll put it in my phone. Uh, I got it. It's um, it's just up past Stoner. Did you just say Stoner? Yes, it's a street up here. Ah, I thought you were describing our host. Keep them coming, Mike. You're on fire. I just, I hope this was the right thing to do with our premiere night. We could be having a few drinks with Carla and Jen, rereading our good reviews instead of trolling Stoner Street in Hollywood. Hey, man, I told you to invite them. You just got some major compartmentalizing going on there so that somehow the girls can't be at the vampire party. Vampires love girls. I don't get it. Dude, who knows what this will be like I couldn't involve the girls. Not a good idea. We'll hook up with them after the screening. This is some necessary networking. This is some serious old school networking. It's fine if there's free drinks, but come on. We'll meet maybe 30 people tops. What's the point? I know. It's scary meeting real people face to face. All right. I can tweet, oh, let's say 7,000 people right now with my thumb. Mike, what part of... Vampire Party is not truly rad and worth checking out, in Hollywood no less, on the night of our L.A. premiere. I am so into it. Anyway, if James Ransone really liked the movie and if he really shows up... Which are two ginormous big ifs. Which is what they promised. Yes. Maybe we'll be in the fifth edition of the Silver Scream Vampire Encyclopedia. Wow. Mike, some things you just do for the experience. Personally... If I'm in the next edition of SSV, I can die. All right. All right. Hold on. Did we miss Stoner? Hmm. Can you just give me the address so we can find the place? Okay. Hold on. Uh, two, five, five, three, Ohio Avenue. Nope. Ohadahihaho. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this is going to be a long night. Yes. 
a long night culminating in the Q&A where chicks will clamor, clamor to hear your insights. No, they will ask me what the budget was while they clamor over your insight. Okay. Here, look, it's over here. See? Isn't that a nice place? Big house, two stories, totally legit. I'm texting the girls, telling them that we will be there ASAP. That stands for as soon as possible, okay? Come on. This is going to be great. Okay, let's go meet your fans. Maybe Spielberg and J.J.A. will show up. Yeah, and Fincher and Nolan. And Carpenter and Craven and Romero. If we're just making a wish list. Well, then Lynch will be there. Stop. This is, this is just going to get crazy. But I will respectfully add Cronenberg. Okay, you can't just say stop and then add people. That's not right. Okay, fine. I'm done. Good. Can Polanski sneak back and be here too? Only early Polanski can be here. Ghost Rider was cool. I am not dignifying that comment with a comment. Do you think Werner will be here? Okay, this is torture because none of those guys are going to be here. Yeah, this is better. This is the vampire party, a movable feast, established 1958. Did you read that? These guys must be ancient. A lot of history. Yeah, a lot of IVs and colostomy bags. Dude, please, some dignity. You think maybe they got Hitchcock stuffed in the corner too? Oh, that would be awesome. He okay? We doing this? Stuart? Yeah, sorry. Okay, <clears throat> here goes. Use, use the thing, the, the bell. <sighs> Taking their time. Well, they gotta get out of their coffins. <laughs> you mean their wheelchairs? Yes, and then they have to do their bongs. As people do here on Stoner Road, or just past Stoner Road. Do you think this was a mistake? Kind of what I've been saying. Stuart DeMarco, I am so excited to meet you. And you, Mike, is it Mike? Congratulations on the film. Come, both of you, come in. Thank you. Thanks very much. Come, come. I'm David Arnaud. And this is my associate in the Vampire Party. This is Andrew. He loved your movie, too. We both loved it. Hello, Stuart. I recognize you from the movie. You were so good in it. Thanks. Thank you. And you, Mike, you were the producer. Yeah, I am the producer. Job keeps on going. Unsung hero, of course. Stuart will get all the glory tonight. We all know how it works. But you get revenge on Oscar night. Best picture is the producer's award. Well, Stuart's a producer, too, so no revenge there. <laughs> all right, well, come in, come in, come on. Sit down. We are so excited to have you here. Andrew, are we getting these boys drinks or what? What do you fellows want to drink? Uh, I'll have like a beer if you have any. Sure, we got beer. You want anything else? You want a cocktail? Um, I'll, I'll have a G&T if you're making cocktails. Sure. Andrew, set these kids up. <laughs> okay, so you were in the film and you're the director. Yeah. Uh, and the writer. And you, Mike, you're the producer. Yeah. So you did all the heavy lifting. Good for you. And now you can stand around and watch this guy get all the credit. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's Stuart's story, and he's been very passionate about... Uh... Yes, yes, it's all over the screen. I mean, that's what I liked about the movie. You showed your ass. I'm sick to death of the Eclipse movies, or what is it, the, 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 the Twilight movies, where the whole point is they're virgins. I mean, the only thing worse is shirtless guys turning into werewolves in CGI. Am I right? I mean, no sweat, no struggle, just whoop, presto magico, they're a werewolf. 
Or, I mean, they're not even a werewolf. They're, they're, they're a big doggy. Oh, well. Flogging a dead horse, easy to complain about these movies, but they made a shit ton of money. Someone must have liked them. Andrew, let's roll a, you know, a fat one for the boys. Sure. Now, your movie, Skin Flick, it really felt very special in a wasteland of crap horror. You know, it's a, it's a smart film. <sighs> well, thank you. It's um, very cool of you to have us here. Well, everyone at the Vampire Party loved your movie. We had a, a screening a couple of weeks ago, and we thought it was exceptional. I mean, I showed your DVD to the group. I hope that's okay. No, no, that, that's fantastic. You know, there hasn't been enough sex in vampire movies recently. <laughs> well, uh, we tried to remedy that. Um, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, I wanted to explore the idea of, of obsessive love, but then have the vampire element to engage the audience in, in a distinct fantasy scenario. <laughs> I see you're prepared for your Q&A. <laughs> mm, sorry. Uh, you're right. I... I've been speaking about the movies in festivals so much, I, I'm a little bit on autopilot. Mm, it's all right. I have this if anyone wants to smoke it. Mm, yummy, boys. Boys? Um, but what, what is it? Uh, it's just weed. It's legal in most states. It's very cool of you guys to have us. Ah. Well, we've told everyone we know that they should go tonight. Spectacular. You should be feeling good. The weekly review was positive. It really was, right? Except they called me an exhibitionist. Jealous. <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen. The girl, she's very good. She makes the picture. I mean, you're good, but she's so intriguing. Androgynous. Gorgeous. Yeah, it was some kind of miracle. Hers was the very first headshot I pulled out of the pile. It was just, it, it was her. You guys need another round? Now, is she traveling with you boys for these premieres? No, uh, she's kind of moved on. It, it took a long time to finish the movie, you know. Now, I remember when James was trying to make pictures, more personally. I mean, he never felt he could. James, James who? Uh, James Whale, of course. Uh, he directed Frankenstein and... And Bride and the Invisible Man. And of course, Showboat, he loved to remind everyone he did direct Showboat. But, but, <laughs> how could you know James <laughs> Whale? He died in the 50s, didn't he? It, it, in his pool. It's in Gods and Monsters. Well, I'm older than I look. <laughs> I knew them all. You have quite a collection of memorabilia. Well, it's just little things you pick up along the way. You know, Karloff, Lugosi, Vincent. Vincent was divine. He never lost his love of the theater. But he understood horror was where his bread was buttered. He always used to say, don't look a gift hearse in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I have to blurt this out because now I'm stoned, but... I, are we the only ones coming? To this? Ah, the producer always looking at the clock. No, I don't, I don't mean to be rude. I just... Yeah? Uh, well, we definitely have a time constraint. I mean, he mean, we mean it's so cool to be here and the support you've given to the movie already. Andrew, 
We get that. Open the floodgates. Mm-hmm. Oh, your drinks. Oh, thanks. Oh, thank you. Well, I know you're hoping that Jason Ransone is going to show up, and he said he would. Yes, that would be fantastic. Yes, it's definitely why we came. We heard him on the radio today. He didn't mention Skinflick. Well, these journalists have to keep in the closet about their love of horror. It's bad enough he has that vampire encyclopedia. I'm sure half his audience doesn't know, or they wouldn't take him seriously. Anyway, he liked your movie. No, he told me so. Dude, there are like six people here. This is a colossal waste of time. I'm calling the girls. Just they wait. have a movie at the music hall. Yes, we all know. Mm, I'd like a taste of that. Roll another one. The tall one. Did you hear that? I think he liked you, big guy. It's a bunch of fruitcakes, man. Uh, yeah, oh, shit, Sherlock. Does that guy have... I mean, are those fangs? Okay, well, <laughs> well, it is called a vampire party. Oh, it's just like the tea party, only we're not crazy. We're just taking it all in. Mmm. Uh, so you boys here to see the collection? No, um, what is... Oh, oh, no. He has lots of memorabilia. Yes? I love his shrine to Boris Karloff. Look at that. The Frankenstein's monster is so charming. A lot of the stuff belonged to Forrest Ackerman. He had a fantastic collection in Ackermansion. He, he was a real punster. Wow. Arno is very proud of his Creature from the Black Lagoon six-sheet. Almost priceless. We didn't know about it. Oh, he keeps it all under the radar. It's the most phallic creature design you'll ever slap your eyes on. The eye sees what the eye wants to see. Designed by a woman, Millicent Patrick. Poor dear, maybe she wasn't getting enough at home. Oh, that's upstairs. In the master bedroom. You boys want to take a look? No, we're good. We're, uh, we're here because we're showing our movie tonight at the Music Hall. It's the premiere. Oh, yes, I understand. You boys made Skin Flick love the one she... Gotta have a bare ass on the poster if your movie's called Skin Flick. Well done. And uh, that's your ass. Uh, it's a vampire picture? Yeah, that's why we are here. Um, we heard that Jason Ransom liked the film and maybe he was going to come tonight. Oh, I'm sure Jason's going to come tonight. I just doubt he'll do it here. <laughs> Zachary! Are you bothering these filmmakers with your naughty wordplay? When in Rome, Arno. Stuart, Mike, this is Zachary, the oldest member of the Vampire Party. Oldest meaning longest member, if you get my meaning. <laughs> you haven't lost your touch, Zachary, even if you are slowly losing it. <laughs> that is so touching. Oh, you guys should take this on the road. Oh, don't think we haven't considered it. Been there, done that. You know, that's why we like Hollywood. The carnival is always in town. No need to travel. Oh, yes. The things we've seen. So anyway, boys, I thought we should introduce you to the fellas. And maybe you can make a speech. Okay. Uh, good. I want to be sure we can get to the theater early, you know, just to see how it's all going. Uh, of course, of course. Why don't we wait a few more minutes for Ransone? He's always late, but... I really thought he would show up. I'm gonna freshen up my drink. Okay. Holy shit, what is going on, man? This is pretty extreme. I mean, was it the vampire party or the old queen sewing circle? Takes all kinds of horror fans to put a movie on the map. I don't know. Just chill out. These guys are cool. Okay, whatever you say, man. Don't be a fucking prude, Mike. Okay, everyone, listen up. Turn that down, Andrew. So... 
We are here to celebrate this new independent movie that I saw and I loved. It's called Skin Flick, and I think it's pretty special. It's very down to earth. It's a New York story with a lot of sex. It's heterosex for those keeping score, but it's deeply affecting. And the depiction of the vampire is, it's, it's really worth seeing. The vampire is withdrawn, conflicted, weary, and ferocious. I was moved. And as most of you know, I'm not easily moved. Not since Michael Sarazen played Frankenstein's monster. Now that moved me. Get the prettiest fellow around and a couple of bandages and presto magico, a new version of the classic. <laughs> We're all sure that Arno has a point here. Ha, yes, thank you, Andy. Uh, I do digress. Where was I? Stuart DeMarco. You've all seen him on the poster. Uh, and he is here. Stuart, uh, do you have anything to say? Well, uh, I want to thank Arnaud, um, first of all, for setting up this little gathering and for liking the movie and blogging and, and tweeting about it. So thank you all. Um, and everyone who is going to the movie tonight, thanks for supporting the opening weekend, the most important thing that could ever happen in the history of the world. <laughs> Very good. Very good music, Andrew. Well, so when is the show? I want to see this thing. I, uh, it starts in, um, wow, a little over an hour. Oh, Maybe we should begin thinking about heading over there, huh, Stuart? Well, if you two are going, I think we should all go. We can get drinks on Beverly, can't we? Great, let's head out then. Oh, wait! Stuart! I've just heard from Jason Ransone. He's so sorry he's late, but he would love to meet you. He says he'll be here in, well, he says seven minutes. Wow. Really? Well, dude, we don't want to be late for the movie. I've seen it, man. I, it will be so cool to meet Ransom. Don't worry. We'll get you to the theater. You must wait. Andrew, a final round of drinks for all our esteemed guests. Coming up. Jesus, I hope we don't all pass out and snore through the movie. Ha! Impossible. Uh, which way to the bathroom? Over there. Welcome now, Stuart. While we wait for Ransone. <laughs> waiting for Ransone. Well, that's got kind of a ring to it. While we're waiting for Ransone, Zachary, uh, why don't you come see the creature from the Black Lagoon six sheet? It's just upstairs. Come. We can all gaze at its beauty. After you, Stuart. Yes, let's all head upstairs. <laughs> Jesus, this is a real freak show. Ugh. God. Am I just stoned, or is this getting weirder? Okay, I am currently staring at possibly two dozen postcards featuring Stuart's ass. Wow. I guess we know now what initially attracted you guys to the movie. I will be glad to be gone from this scene. Wait a minute. Where is everybody? Hello? What the fuck? Hello? Stuart? Where'd you go? Is there... Is anyone up here? Anyone up here? Hello? 
Stewart, what the fuck? Stu! What they, did they all go to the movie without me? Maybe I'll answer his phone. Oh shit, down the hall. Stu. Stu. Stuart. Stuart, are you in there? Open up. Let me in. What's going on, Stu? Oh, my God, Stuart. Mike. What is it, man? What happened? Did you fall? What are you doing on the floor? Get out. Man, you're bleeding. Who cut you? Your neck. Behind you. Ah! Hello, Mike. Jesus. No, not Jesus. You sick fuck. Okay, that's a little closer. Man, there's blood all over you. What are you all doing up here? What did you think goes on at the vampire party? I have no idea. No, you thought we were all just a bunch of old queens. Speak for yourself, Arno. I don't take kindly to being lumped in a demographic. <laughs> Listen to you. Indignant and sense so charming. And now... Stu, come on, come on, get up. Come on, come on, get up, Stuart. Oh, is this the part where you make your escape? Jesus, come on! Okay, okay, everyone calm down. Party's over. They are mine. No, Stuart, the bathroom! What the hell, man? What happened? I ran upstairs to look at that poster and they all followed it. It was all of them in the room. And then what? They were all just, just watching like <coughs> ghouls while Arnaud and Andrew, they pinned me down. What, what, what are you saying? What, was it like a sex thing? Like No, it was like a violent thing. It was like a killing me thing. Arnaud, he, he bit my fucking neck and then they were all making this humming sound and then you just showed up. Well, we gotta get out through this window. Up. It's just one story. We can jump. Get away. Oh, man, I'm so weak. You go. You can get away. No, come on, Stuart. You can do it. I'm going to lift you up, okay? I, I won't fit. Come on. Feet first. I got gotcha. you. Just, just get your feet out. Come on. What do you want me to do? You want me to bust it down, Arno? That's the original door. It seems like such a shame. Give it Just get me in there, Andrew. Stuart, you're out. I'm going to lower you down now and drop you. Ready? I'm letting go. I can't. 
You go. Let go of what, me. What are you doing, man? Save yourself, Mike. What? I'm with them. What? what? I'm sorry, man. They made promises. You fucking idiot, man. You sold us out. You better go. I'm half turned already. Why did you do this? You're gonna help the movie. Oh, God, it's so fucked up, man. Everyone in this town is a fucking vampire. What's the fucking difference? Death by cliche, bro. Now I gotta get out of here. Oh, God. The car. I just got, I gotta make it to the car. All right. Getting out of here now. Going so soon, I wouldn't hear of it. No! Get away from me. Get off of oh, the car. Oh, come on now, Mike. You're going to leave Stuart lying there, alone and bleeding? What kind of selfish prick are you? I know what you did. You tricked him. Oh, we could tell from the movie that Stuart is a good fellow, looking for meaning and transcendence of some sort. That's why we turn him. Maybe he can figure things out with the benefit of time that comes from life eternal. But you, you're not good enough company for that. Sorry I didn't pass muster, freak. Can you at least get off of my car? Not so fast, Buster. They found Mike Hatton, dead in his car, smashed up against a palm tree on Alameda Drive. Must have been going 60 on that quiet street. Hatton had come to Hollywood to premiere his first movie. His best friend, Stuart DeMarco, was the writer, director, and star. He'd put all of himself on the screen. I don't want to do this anymore. I feel like I am losing my mind. Sam. You only have to give yourself over to me. Why do you keep fighting it? Come, let me take you in my arms. Let me taste you. All of you. Let me taste your blood. Sound corny? It's not. It feels very real. But it got two and a half out of four stars in the weekly which pretty much guaranteed soft numbers for the weekend, and that in turn guaranteed the movie wouldn't be held over. But then, when the filmmakers didn't show up for the premiere, things changed. News of the producer's death spread quickly, and Stuart DeMarco had disappeared. A trail of his blood led from the scene of the accident to a two-story house near Stoner Road. The owner, Seymour Pratt was a collector of movie memorabilia whose prized possession was a 1954 six-sheet of the creature from the Black Lagoon. He was found dead in a closet, his throat torn, his body drained of blood. Neighbors said that the noise that night was nothing new. He liked to entertain, so no one had complained. As for Stuart DeMarco, he was never seen again. Emails he'd written suggested he was communicating with a group calling itself the Vampire Party in the last days before his disappearance. But there were too many groups with a name like that to implicate anyone in particular. DeMarco's movie Skin Flick developed a cult stature. People said DeMarco had faked his disappearance to draw attention to the film or that he'd made a Faustian bargain with the Vampire Party and betrayed his friend. There was no room for debate about what happened to Mike Hatton, though. 
he was dead. The awe around the movie felt more like a snuff film than a skin flick. But let me be clear. In the new edition of The Silver Scream, Vampire Encyclopedia, I am going to include Stuart DeMarco's movie not because of the lore that surrounds the film, but because it's a sexy indie vampire flick with romance at its heart. And I like it. So check out Skin Flick if you find it streaming somewhere. It's a film that's truly under the radar. This is Jason Ransone on WKCRX with your genre pick for this very scary weekend. Wishing you a happy Halloween. Well, well, well. Happy Halloween indeed. We hope you'll be able to put blinders onto the true horrors that lurk around every corner and enjoy a little recreational spooking in the coming days. Until next time, listener, this is Pheasanton signing off. You have just listened to The Vampire Party, written and directed by loathsome Larry Fessenden. Performed live Wednesday, October 29, 2014, at the Cinefamily as part of Spectrafest. Featuring the voice talents of Lance Reddick, AJ Bone, Pat Healy, Larry Fessenden, Joshua Leonard, Clay McLeod Chapman, and Roxanne Benjamin. Live music was provided by Chrome Canyon, Gregory Burkhart, and Graeme Resnick. Live sound design by John Moros. Live Foley, Chris Gotchdepol, and Tessa Price. Live mix and tech by Lee Nussbaum. Special thanks to Daniel Noah and Spectrovision. Copyright, Tales from Beyond the Pale, 2017. Additional sound design, mix, and mastering by Eric Romery and The Pale Men, produced by Glenn McQuaid and Larry Fessenden for Glass Eye Picks. A man reflects on his life and imminent death while perched on a ledge overlooking Manhattan. Joe Maggio's Man on the Ledge, only on Tales from Beyond the Pale, the podcast. Thank you.